there, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I'm your host, Steph Demetrius. I'm so excited that you are here to join me on a journey of getting curious about your intuition and to learn how to turn up the volume to the voice of your soul while grounding your spiritual experiences in this beautiful life. This podcast is about giving a voice to your soul so that you can uncover the parts of you that you may not understand yet, but you deeply desire to. I'll be right here on this journey with you as each episode I will bring lessons and practical supportive tools as I share my personal journey with you. Thank you for being here and I'm really excited to share this space with you and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to episode 26 of the Ignite Your Intuition podcast series. Today's episode is titled Life Transitions and Owning the In-Between. And as I am sitting here recording this, it's I'm just reflecting on the last week since this topic dropped in, intuitively for me, to record a session on. And it is blowing my mind how many people are in enormous life transitions at the moment. The conversations I've had over the last two weeks in particular um, with so many different people on all the different transitions in life that are going on, like big, big things, not just your little everyday things. So I feel like this, well, you know, myself included, and I really feel like this topic is so relevant for so many of us right now. So I really hope that what I'm going to share with you today does support you in some way, or maybe you know someone going through a transition or life-changing Um, part of life at the moment and this might help them feel a bit more supported through that so there is a quote that the only consistent thing in life is change and it's so true because I believe that we're constantly rebirthing this new version of ourselves and I believe that because I feel like we don't embody our full soul when we're born in terms of we don't know all the gifts all at once they kind of trickle in and drop in as we have certain life experiences that illuminate those gifts from our soul so i feel like we're constantly going through this rebirthing cycle which i'm going to talk a little bit about today Um, in particular when we're looking at life transitions and those in-between sort of situations where you're letting go of something before something new comes in that's that stage I call um, transition stage and in the cycle of rebirth it's stage number three and there are certain characteristics by which we experience in this stage and even just knowing what those characteristics are and acknowledging that we're feeling those and that it's okay and that we will get through this because we've been through it before so many times you might not have even been aware that you've been through the cycle of rebirth but that's a huge topic for probably another podcast um, series. So yeah, we're talking about transition today. So the first thing that I want to say is I'm going through my own transitions at the moment and I didn't realize the depth of which these transitions were happening in my life until this topic dropped in and I started to kind of self-reflect over the last week. So for me at the moment, I am going through a few different transitions. One of them is that, or in between stages, one of them is that this is the longest time I've been off work. So my youngest baby, he is about to turn 10 months old and he's baby number three. And this is the longest time I've been away from work. So 
I do have a lot to do, obviously, having three kids and, you know, the family and everything around the house and all those sorts of things. Um, but that part of me that loves my job and is so passionate about what I do has been kind of creeping in the last couple of months and, and starting to get a little bit antsy. But I don't necessarily feel ready to go back to the clinic, but I am super excited about what is to come and what is to come in the following months in terms of following my passions and supporting people with those passions and with what I'm going to bring out into the world. But I'm very much sitting that in between of the idea phase and the excitement of it all and it actually happening. That big gap in the middle where it's kind of like the planning time. It's sort of like, yeah, still sitting in that space where it's not quite happening yet. That can be really uncomfortable. And I know for myself, my mind will often go a little bit crazy and will start to latch on to the way things used to be and that maybe I might need them to be that way or be maybe a bit fearful about the future like what is going to unfold and I think this is something as human beings that when we look to the future it can be so easy to look with fear with what's going to happen like I don't know I want to know we just kind of we thrive on having this certainty of what's going to happen and realistically we don't know what's going to happen in the next moment we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow so we're constantly sort of in this transition phase but on that bigger level it can be a bit fearful looking forward into the future and there's a tool that I'm going to share with you really soon about how I support myself when I'm starting to fear the future what I do and what I call in and it really helps bring so much peace and even this sense of wonderment to looking into the future um, so yeah, that's the first thing that I'm transitioning through is having my longest period away from work. The other thing too is this um, experience of hitting the wall every like four to six months, which I have done for the last couple of years. And it's kind of this you know mix of a bit of adrenal fatigue, just a bit of you know hitting that wall and things not being sustainable and exhaustion. And having a family and having a soul-driven business that I absolutely love, I'm so passionate about all of the things. And I can often get myself caught up in this space of wanting to do all the things. And often I'm trying to action all the things. And for me, how that played out before I had my son when I was pregnant was being pregnant, you know, number one, having two other babes to look after, you know, my husband, everything around the house. And then I was working in a clinic a couple of days a week. And then I was teaching Reiki some weekends. I was also working on some other projects at home in my, in inverted commas, spare time, <laughs> trying to find time to exercise and, you know, have social times. So there was just so much going on that I would get to this stage where I just couldn't hold it all. And about two weeks ago, I started to reach that stage again and I started to just feel the tiredness creepy and I started to feel the body aches. I started to feel the overwhelm and I started to have a bit of a freak out and my husband was like, what's going on? And I was telling him that oh, I'm just starting to reach this adrenal fatigue again. I need to go and get external help. And he was like, he could see that I was just in this state of being fearful of hitting that wall big time again. And we had this awesome conversation about taking my power back because instantly in that stage, I just handed away. I was like, someone else needs to help me. I can't do this. And, and you know, he was like, you, you're handing your power away. And I was just like, oh, I, I so am when I, when I kind of calmed myself down and took a few breaths and sat there self-reflecting, I just realized I was totally handing my power away. And it's very easy to do, I feel, I find anyway, when it's something physical and when I know what could happen down the track, I think it's very easy to kind of go, oh, I can feel the symptoms happening now. That's, and you just project that's what's going to happen because that's happened in the past. But I made a choice to 
not get external help and this time just sit and just feel what was happening in my body feel all the tensions and the aches and pains that were happening to sit and feel the exhaustion and to sit and ask my higher self how can i best support myself in this moment you know for me this is this and this ties into transition because it's an in between in the way of i'm doing things differently i'm learning how to look after myself in a way that is so sustainable because that's what I want in my work life and in my home life as well, in my family life, in my social life, everything. I want to action things. I want life to be in this beautiful, flowing, sustainable way where I don't hit that wall and I don't burn out. And for me, that's really looking like saying no to lots of things. It's looking at creating new boundaries. It's looking at saying yes to myself more and setting in rock solid rituals every single day to have myself feeling my best, which might sound really simple, but it can be so easy to lose track of these things with all these things that we want to do in life and our minds take over as well. So that's the second way in which I am going into this kind of in-between phase where I'm learning how to live in a whole new way to support myself so that I can absolutely thrive and, and keep everything as sustainable as possible. I know sometimes I will absolutely get tired. My son's teething at the moment, so there are things that are going to make me tired. But I'm also setting boundaries around that. So when I am tired, I will you know, cancel things if I need to. I'll be more malleable with life um, on the day to day, which is you know a big lesson for me. <laughs> Um, so one of the things that I just wanted to make note of when we are in that in-between stage is how the mind can take over and how the mind can, can really start to grip onto how we want things to be and this state of resistance. And I just noticed even this morning sitting here writing a few notes for this podcast episode, how I've actually been putting into place my four-step guide for igniting my intuition in this in between phase and for this transitions and to help support me through. So I'm actually going to take you through the four stages and how that helps me. So stage number one is actually acknowledging. It is acknowledging I am in an in-between phase now. I am in a transition phase. I'm maybe not feeling so comfortable with it. I'm feeling like I want to be anywhere else but here. I want everything to be sorted out. I want to know what's going to happen. So first of all, acknowledging that that's the space that you are in. It's so powerful because when we don't acknowledge it, And when we stay in that state of resistance, life just feels crappy. It feels hard. It feels, it just feels like we're trying to escape every single moment for this, you know, in this search of this happiness of this future moment that is not here yet. And we're missing out on life right now when we sit in that space of resistance. So number one for me that I've been practicing is is acknowledging this is how I'm feeling. Number two is creating space. And for me, creating space has actually looked like creating space to feel my emotions, creating space to feel the discomfort of the transition of being in that in-between state, creating space. So for me, um, in the last week, I would say there have been three nights where I sat down with my husband after the kids had gone to bed and I just said to him, look, I'm just feeling this big stuff. I'm just wondering, can you just sit and listen to me? while I just talk this through because I feel like it's running around in my head and I need to get it out. I don't need to solve it, but I just need to, a space to be held for me to process it and to feel it and talk about it. I'm a talker when it comes to healing. So my husband's amazing at that. He's amazing at listening and holding space and not necessarily trying to give me solutions to fix it, just to actually listen and hear me out. So 
There have been three occasions in the last week where we have sat down and I've just blurted out all the stuff that's going on, how I feel like I'm struggling with that in between, how I feel like I'm resisting the transition, how I'm wanting things to be different. And I've had a big cry and a big release and I've felt it all and it just feels so good to get it out. So if there is maybe someone you can sit with and talk to who will just hold space for you and not necessarily need to give you any advice and just let you get it out. Or maybe you like to journal. Maybe you like to walk in nature and talk to yourself. Maybe, you know, maybe you like to exercise. You know, creating space comes in so many ways. So it's figuring out what works for you and how creating space works for you in terms of actually processing what's going on, processing the emotions that are being triggered, processing the emotions that are arising for you in this transition stage. And looking at creating space, I also look at what I call the four arenas. So we're looking at mentally creating space, emotionally creating space, physically creating space and energetically creating space. So for me, the emotional side is what I talked about is talking about it, feeling it, having a good cry. Mentally, it looks like being on top of my thoughts. So being really mindful and being aware of what my thoughts are telling me and not necessarily going down the path of the fearful thoughts or the thoughts that are feeling uncomfortable with this in-between situation. And just allowing myself to come back into the moment as much as possible. And I'm finding my little baby and my kids are really helping me with that because kids, they want your attention. They pull you back into the moment. So I'm really being conscious about being very present with them. And um, even going for a walk with my son when he's in the pram, just feeling the sunshine on my body and, you know, watching the wind in the trees and listening to the birds and just being very present and mindful in whatever situation that I'm in, that's been really helping me with the mental, um, the mental overwhelm and the mental fear and all those kind of things that can come in through our thoughts. Physically for me, it's been exercising as much as possible. So it's getting out of my spin bike, going for a walk, getting on my yoga mat. I feel so good when I get on my yoga mat, doing anything, even dancing with the kids in the lounge room, whatever shifts that energy for you physically and helps you create space. Um, to be where you are at the moment and the energy side of things too I've been using essential oils to help me shift and to help me acknowledge where I'm at I've been using meditations um, just feeling my energy within my body through that physical arena and just being aware do I feel do I feel scattered at the moment does my energy feel grounded and using my physical body to help me determine what my energy is feeling at the moment and what I actually need to do for that arena So that's the second one. Now, the third one is trusting. And it's just allowing ourselves to trust in this transition phase. And what I have found is that just like any relationship, this relationship with your inner world and with your intuition and with this cycle of rebirth, it's recognizing that each time you go through a transition, you will be okay and you will get through it. And so for me, I can reflect on the many times that I've I've been consciously aware I've been going through the transition and I know that I'm going to get through it. And I have a whole list of different things I notice that happen for me when I'm in transition. So that might help as well is starting to create a list of how you react and you respond. So these are some of the things that I have felt in the past going through transitions. So wanting to give up on something, um, addictive behaviors coming in, either like food or being on social media or needing to just fill my space, 
feeling disconnected from myself and from others around me, wanting to hide, busying up my schedule in an act of avoidance for that space. So not wanting to actually sit with discomfort, but trying to actually avoid it by doing all the things, feeling really restricted in my body, feeling stressed, feeling tension in my body, feeling kind of claustrophobic in my body. Or even externally, feeling claustrophobic by life or different ideas. Uh, feeling physical tension in my body, overthinking and my mind going absolutely nuts and trying to fix this, trying to get me anywhere but where I am right now in that transition phase and feeling that discomfort. Feeling like the world is against me and that kind of going in a bit into victim mode, like why me kind of thing, so those thoughts coming in. So yeah, just acknowledging that these are all parts of the experience of transition and if you are listening to this and you have given birth to a baby before that transition phase is that phase where you are about to re you're about to birth your baby and you're at the phase where you are like i cannot do this anymore get this baby out of me i am done it is the most intense of the phases and it's very much mirrored in our life because it's intense in ways that it can be mentally and emotionally intense in terms of just our thought patterns around not wanting to be here, about wanting everything to be different. So even just starting to really acknowledge all of those feelings that are coming up for you right now, maybe even writing down and just, or just taking note of the thoughts that are happening for you right now, maybe what you're resisting in life and yeah, having that awareness around that. And then the fourth phase is to action or allow. So when we're in the transition phase, actioning or allowing can look like creating that, having created that space, just sitting in that space and be, learning to be comfortable in the space and learning to be comfortable in the in-between and letting it unfold in its own time. Or it might actually be taking some action. So maybe it might be learning to do deep breaths when you are feeling stressed or anxious. It might be learning to move your body when you are feeling this stagnant energy build in your body internally might be learning how to emotionally release and hold space for yourself. So there are so many different things that we can action or allow in this space. It's starting to learn what works for you. And your intuition can come in in so many ways to support you through this process. It can come in in ways that you ask, you sit and you ask your intuition. Thank you for some guidance for supporting myself through this time. Or thank you for some clarity on what's actually happening for me right now. And then receive, asking the question, then receiving the answer in some meditation or in some space. It can also look like you might have a list of the four arenas that we mentioned before. You might have a list of things to support you mentally, a list of things that support you emotionally and physically and energetically. And going through that list and muscle testing which ones work best for you. And if you don't know what muscle testing is, go back and listen to episode three and you can learn all about the amazing technique so that you can actually feel your intuition. So yeah, that's how I have been supporting myself through this phase and through transition phases when they have happened in the past. It is something that, yeah, our humanness feels um, in there, you know, it can be feeling quite uncomfortable. It can be feeling really big and just bring up a whole lot of stuff. So be kind and be gentle to yourself through this phase. Um, the other thing that I wanted to mention too, I had so much come up in the last week that I wanted to share in this episode, but I didn't want to create overwhelm by sharing too much. But the three ways in which I support myself are creating consistent daily rituals. So 
just looking after myself, doing my meditation, eating healthy food, watching my thoughts and not buying into them as much as possible. And, you know, looking after my energy as well, creating space to have some quiet time. I find I, I do pull back a bit more from life during these transition times. And I do feel like I just want more space to myself just to process it all. Um, number two is being curious. And this is what I mentioned before is this is one of my favorite things to do when I'm starting to get a bit fearful about the future or I'm wanting things to be different is I just sit back and I try to look at the future with curiosity and wonderment in terms of like what is going to unfold. Like I'm in the transition. I know I'm letting go of stuff. I'm letting go of old ways of being. I'm letting go of old things and old habits and all these things that are coming up and I'm shedding. But what is this new version of me going to look like? What is it going to feel like? And just allowing myself to sit in this space of curiosity and excitement for that future. And even allowing myself to follow my curiosities in this moment. When I'm creating space and allowing myself to process all the emotions, sometimes I like to, you know, get out my guitar and relearn some chords and relearn a song or do a bit of sketching that I have done in the past. I haven't done for years or I might just want to, you know, do some yoga or, you know, do some things that I'm feeling led to um, via my curiosity, just following those curiosities. What, what do you feel curious about right now in life? And sometimes just following those things and doing those fun things in life can just bring so much peace and ease and really bring you into the present moment and really support you to be mindful through what can sometimes feel like a really tough phase. And the other thing is understanding that cycle of rebirth, understanding the four steps of the cycle of rebirth, the contraction. And this is where we first start to notice something is changing. And then we have relaxation, which is kind of like this, almost like a calm before the storm in a way, to put it um, one way. So just realizing that, you know, everything feels really peaceful in life. And then all of a sudden you might notice that transition comes in and things feel uncomfortable. Everything seems to be changing My thoughts are going crazy. I'm resisting everything. All of those kind of whatever it is that you experience in transition, maybe it's physical tension, maybe it's fear of change, all of those kind of things that come in, recognizing when you're in that transition and then feeling, feeling it, embodying it, letting it pass, supporting yourself and then feeling that expansion and the expansion always follows the transition. And this is that the beauty in this cycle is that it is a cycle. You won't stay in transition forever, but the more you can acknowledge where you're at, the smoother the transition will feel for you. In one sense, it will kind of dull that discomfort feeling and yeah, allowing yourself to recognize where you're at will just help you transition easier into that expansion. And the expansion is like when everything starts to click in life, everything starts to fall into place again. It feels light. Your body feels more easy. Um, to move and feels more flowy, your mind feels more peaceful, you feel connected with yourself and everyone around you and life in general, you feel grounded, you feel like you're just more clear. There's just this lightness over everything and yeah, things just start to fall into place. So they're the three things that I use. It's the consistent daily rituals, having a curiosity about the future and following my curiosities in this moment and understanding that cycle of rebirth and owning it and just letting myself be there. And I was always going to turn this into two episodes because it was going to be so long, but I don't want to talk for too long because uh, our minds confuse ourselves enough anyway. So I want to keep this as simple as possible. But there is one last thing that I want to talk about when we are going through a transition is And this is something that I've been asking myself in the last week is what is this situation bringing up for me? 
what is in this space that is coming up for me what is surfacing from my soul is actually sitting with a bit of contemplation around it is you know just asking yourself what is coming in for me what's this new version of me going to look like how do i want this new version of me to feel taking your power back and owning that too and just saying to yourself this is how i want to feel moving forward these are the things i'm consciously letting go of right now whether it's people whether it's an old job whether it is an old way of being what is it that i'm letting go of and what am i bringing in to the situation and what does this situation have for me what guidance is sitting in this situation what's the silver lining and is there another way of being if i'm letting go of an old way of being or old patterns or you know people in my life or an old work job or whatever it is is there another way of being that is more aligned to my higher self and even just allowing yourself to sit with that maybe journaling on it maybe just sitting with that and just seeing what drops in for you via your intuition there can be so much gold that drops in. I've received so much guidance the last week, even just when this topic dropped in of life transitions and sitting and owning the in-between. I didn't realize the depth of which it was actually playing out in my life until I allowed myself a bit of space to sit with it and to contemplate it. And all of these things have dropped in and it's just given me so much clarity, so much more support for myself. It's given me a new way of looking at things. Every time I experience this transition in this life, Um, sorry the rebirthing cycle I learned so much more about myself so allow yourself to sit with curiosity and wonderment for what's actually coming up for you why is this happening is there is there a deeper soul path or part of you that is actually coming through now Um, and sometimes too when we set an intention or when maybe a few months ago you decided you wanted to bring something new into your life or you wanted to live in a different way Sometimes this is what happens. We go through the transition phase to reach that newer, aligned version of ourselves. So sometimes um, when we're so wanting to manifest something new, we might be like, okay, I want to, you know, I want to be more sustainable in the way of having more energy more consistently in life. Or sometimes we need to hit that wall just one more time, which is what I'm experiencing, and, and have someone hold the mirror up and say, hey, there's another way of doing this. And that was my husband. He was saying, hey, you're giving your power away. How can you look at this differently? And that was the message for me was how can I do this differently? How can I get to the core of why this has happened to me repeated, repeatedly the last couple of years? And how can I support myself in a completely different way to what I have been doing so that this energy is sustainable? for my family, for my business, just for life in general. So allow yourself to look at how you can live in a different way, in a more aligned way for you. And that's where your intuition comes in too. You can ask your intuition, you can muscle test through a list of things of different ways of supporting yourself or different ways of seeing the situation. So that's the last thing I want to touch on there. So I hope that something in this episode has sunk in for you today or has you know maybe you've had a bit of an aha moment and i believe that if you are listening to this there will be something in here that has given you a bit of support or a bit of guidance or a bit of even just a deeper understanding of where you're at and how to put in place some tools to just really support yourself on that deeper level so i hope you have a beautiful day i send so much love to you in this transition phase and in this in-between phase and know that you will get through it it is it is a phase it will pass and give yourself as much love and compassion as possible and i will see you next week
Thank you so much for listening to the Ignite Your Intuition podcast. I look forward to continuing our journey together next episode. And remember to email me at info at stephdemetrius.com if you have any questions about intuition that you would like answered or any topics you would like to hear more on. And if you're enjoying this podcast, feel free to share it with a friend and I would absolutely love it and I'd be so grateful if you feel called to write a five-star review on iTunes, which allows more beautiful souls to find this podcast series. Have a beautiful day and I'll see you next time.